What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. Okay, so this is going to be different than usual because I am the guest today. So um, it's a little awkward. I feel like I'm just like talking to myself, but I'm talking to you guys and I'm excited to do so. I have gotten so many messages lately uh, just being like, Shelly, have you shared your story on the Life After Miscarriage podcast? And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't. I've shared my story in real time over on YouTube and I've shared my story on multiple other podcasts, but I haven't fully shared my story since having both of my children after four consecutive losses. And so I am here to do so today. And it's so weird because I'm kind of nervous and now I know how all of you guys feel when you're sharing. (laughs) All right, you guys starting at the beginning, I, I always thought that I'd have all of my kids before I was 30 years old. And then 28 hit and I was like, oh my gosh, time's a ticking. I better get on this. Uh, after three years of marriage, that's when we decided that, you know, let's get to it. Uh, I knew I wanted to be a mom. I just never really felt that I was ready, I guess. Originally, everything just like started super chill. It was more like, okay, let's just like let things happen and, you know, see what comes out of it. But instantly I turned it into like this type A person, which if you guys follow me on Instagram or YouTube, like, you know, that I'm by no means type A, I'm just like a total hot mess. But for some reason, like trying to conceive was a total like type A situation for me. Uh, I started tracking. I was like, let's do this. You know, I'm ovulating, Matt, drop your pants, come on. And we weren't getting any younger. And I know you guys all understand that feeling. Uh, so we pulled the goalie and we just decided to see what happens. Uh, it happened actually pretty instantly. I think we stopped birth control halfway through the month of July, 2017. So I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I already missed that window that first month. But I became pregnant the following month, so August of 2017. And um, just bear with me on timelines because a lot happened in that first year of trying and it all blends together a bit. But I found out we were pregnant in August. And I'll never forget that like holy crap feeling of excitement we had. And little did I know that that like that feeling would never come back. Like I'd never have that again. So total bliss moment. Um. We lost that pregnancy just a few weeks later. So I was about six weeks when we found out we were miscarrying. And it was absolutely devastating, heartbreaking. It's the one that sticks with me the most. Um, And I think it's because I started out so naive with that first one. Um, So it just kind of like hit the hardest. Where like my next pregnancies, I kind of just like expected to lose them. And that's just pregnancy after loss. Um, I know you guys can probably lay it, but 
I felt very robbed, which was interesting because I wasn't really in like this urgent phase of becoming a mom in the first place. But one thing that I'm super grateful for when it comes to that miscarriage is that it made me realize how bad I did want to be a mom. Uh, And I wanted to be a mom now, like right then and there. So the chillness of like trying totally went out the window. And I always say the crazy is real after miscarriage. So real. We got pregnant again the following month. So I don't think I even had a period, which every doctor is like so different. And that, like, a lot of them are like, oh, wait, one cycle. Some are like, oh, it was early. Go ahead and try again. Like, we tried right away. Um, And, yeah, we got pregnant. And we lost that baby just a few short days later, um, which is termed a chemical pregnancy. Freaking hate that term. Hate it to me. It makes it sound like it's not real. Uh, But that positive pregnancy test, me daydreaming about if it's a boy or girl, what the nursery is going to look like who is this little human going to be, all the normal things that run through your mind when you find out you're pregnant. It was all very, very, very real. So January 1st, 2018, we found out we were pregnant for the third time, which I actually felt really good about this one. It was a new year, fresh start. This was it. And about a week later, we lost that baby as well which at this point, my mind started wondering if we could even have children in the first place. People started asking if we were going to adopt, if we were going to do surrogacy. Someone even reached out to see if I wanted to foster. And you guys, I have nothing against any of these options, but never say those things to someone going through loss. Because if they haven't said those things themselves and been vocal about it, it's it's not something that they're willing to do yet. You know what I mean? And it's none of anybody else's business. It's not a comforting suggestion or a statement. And if anything, it's discouraging because you feel like you're trying so hard to like hold hope for yourself. And it almost feels like other people have given up on that hope for you. And that's just a really difficult situation to be in. Um, After a few months of testing and doctor's appointments, because after three losses, the medical world started to take me seriously, (laughs) which is just stupid. Um, We got pregnant again in May, and we lost that baby a week later. And I was pretty fucking numb at this point. I cried. I got over it. I also felt like the girl who cried wolf, like, you know telling people like I'm pregnant and then like just kidding I'm not anymore it was ridiculous it was lonely and it was the darkest time of my life at this point we saw a reproductive endocrinologist and she put me on thyroid medication even though my thyroid was not out of the quote-unquote normal range she wanted to see it just a tad lower and I have a whole YouTube video on this you guys so you can check that out over on my YouTube channel kind of the game plan with my thyroid situation. And that month we got pregnant for the fifth time, which I call our lucky number five because this little guy stuck and he's now a year and a half old here on earth side with us. So his name is Ryan. You guys see a lot of him. If you follow me over on Instagram, Uh, he is just absolutely awesome. And I still can't believe how hard I fought to have him. Uh, Yeah crazy. 
So nine months of pregnancy after loss was very anxiety filled. I ended up going on a low dose of Zoloft just to get through it. And I never wanted to be somebody on medications while pregnant, but here I was with my own little pharmacy on my nightstand (laughs) on the daily. I was taking progesterone, baby aspirin, folate prenatal, uh, thyroid medication, and Zoloft. Just goes to show you can't really like plan everything in life, especially motherhood. We had Ryan at 38 weeks. I was induced because of my blood pressure, but we are all pretty sure that my high blood pressure was just white coat syndrome. Uh, After everything we had been through, we weren't ready to fuck around. (laughs) I was induced and about four hours later popped a little dude. And at this point, I'm all for drugs. So epidural it was and labor was super easy. So in my ebook, Life After Miscarriage, which you can find on Amazon, it's a short read, literally like sit down one sitting, read it, feel all the emotions. I mentioned in the book that I don't think I'll be able to breathe until my baby breathes. And that was so, so, so true. The minute they put me on, the, the minute they put him on my chest, I took a deep breath and I felt like Not only was his life beginning, but so was mine in a whole new way. Something miscarriage and the struggles we went through prepped me for was the tough life that motherhood actually is. The sleepless nights, the crazy schedule, the constant catering to a little human. To be honest, it's all very, very easy compared to miscarriage. Uh, Doesn't mean I don't complain. Doesn't mean I don't struggle. Just means that I've been through worse. And at least with this struggle, I get to have the joy aspect of it too. I'd say that, you know, one thing I have a hard time with is feeling ungrateful when I'm struggling, feeling like I don't have the right to say when things are hard, feeling as though I'll be judged if I complain about motherhood. I wanted this so badly and I fought for it like no other. So that's definitely a constant battle not really like fitting in in any world anymore. Like I'm not fitting into the mother, the motherhood world and I'm not fitting into the infertility world and just kind of like being in between. It's weird because I can completely relate to both sides and now it's like balancing both worlds. It's a journey, you guys, but it's something I wouldn't trade for the world because it's taught me so much about myself and what kind of mom I want to be. <sighs> So nine months after having Ryan, we decided to try again because who knows if we were going to go through this again. And we got pregnant right away. And all of the fear, anxiety, everything came rushing right back in. Even though I had a healthy pregnancy, pregnancy after loss is still pregnancy after loss. Uh, Everything went extremely smoothly with this pregnancy and out popped Tanner just in June, June 20th of 2020 during a pandemic. Kind of wild, but it blows my mind that I could go through so many losses in a row and then pop out two healthy children. Like, why? I don't understand it. I don't think I ever will understand it. But I'm so grateful for the entire journey. Roller coaster. 
whatever we want to call it. It was wild. And I'm still part of the life after miscarriage community because life after miscarriage is life after miscarriage. And I still mourn the losses that I had, the babies that I'll never get to grow to. I mean, hopefully someday I'll meet them, right? Um, the grief doesn't stop after you have your babies. It doesn't, unfortunately. I wish I could tell you that it did. It doesn't. But it does make it all worth it, if that makes sense. So yeah, that's my story. And as you guys know, I always ask at the end of every episode for one piece of advice. And my advice would probably be, you know, find your purpose in all of this because pain does not equal purpose. Purpose is to live with ease. Purpose is to find the good in everyone in every situation. Purpose is found through surrendering to the universe when things are not in our control. Pain doesn't drive purpose, but finding love and gratefulness even during the pain does. And I have been very blessed to be able to feel and find love and gratefulness even during the sense of loss. So being truly real and raw, which is always my intentions, I have moments of sadness that I'm open to share because they're real, but I am okay, I'm happy, I'm still super motherfucking high on life because damn it, we only get one and I'm not going to waste it, not even for a second, but it's life, it's life after miscarriage and I'm so happy that I'm able to find the community that makes it bearable, I guess, if that's the right way to put it. So thank you guys for being there and for sharing and for being vulnerable and for helping me build this community. When I first started this podcast, this is not what I thought that it would be. I I was like, oh, I, I find healing and sharing. And I know other people are finding healing and hearing my sharing. How can I offer this out to other people and provide two different forms of healing, you know, those healing for those who want to share and healing for those who want to listen. And this was what I came up with. And here we are with hundreds of thousands of downloads on this podcast. Just goes to show how many of us there are and how many of us needed this. And I'm so, so, so grateful for all of you. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Like I said, I've shared my story more in real time over on my YouTube channel. Um, A lot of my stuff now is motherhood, which I know might not be what people want to see or listen to. So there is a playlist called Infertility and Miscarriage on my YouTube channel where you can go back and just watch those videos. And if you want to follow along on my journey, my Instagram is at Shelly Metling. I'll link it in the description of this episode. And I'd love to chat with you guys. So shoot me a message. All right. Love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.